I don't wanna see you win. Huh. I ain't stopping to the end. I don't break, I don't fold, I don't bend at all. Cause I'm about to get it in. They gon' hate, hate on all gems. Huh. Man, I thought that we was friends. Guess it was fake, fake and all gone. pretend. Pretend. And I thought that we was kin. But they don't wanna see you win. Those flash my Alright, so for the first topic, I'm gonna start with Sed. Sed, when the NBA resumes, what team are you picking to win the championship and why? I'm going with the Lakers, man. I'm going with the Lakers for two reasons. You got LeBron James, who's starving to get another championship and proved out is wrong that, you know, he can win in the West, which is something that's been a question, you know, his whole career that he's played in the Easy East. Um, and also, too, I just think with the Lakers' size advantage and the continuity that they have this year, they look like they was building good chemistry before the season ended, you know, due to the whole pandemic. Like say it was a statement week for them in that uh, was that early March or February when they beat the Clippers and Bucks. Those are two huge games and two teams that are looked at as title favorites that the Lakers beat. You know, so I'm 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 rolling with LA, man. I think um I mean losing Avery Bradley is huge, but they definitely cannot lose Dwight Howard and he cannot play. They gotta have Dwight, you know, bought in. If if he is not there, then that that kind of makes that road a little bit difficult because you're just down to one center in JaVel McGee. So all right. Well, Pat, before I get to you, my guy, I wanna ask you said, um, all right, so how do you think it's going to be? you think it'll be a rough road? Do you think they'll have, like, no game sevens? Do you think it'll be – how you think it's going to be? I think they might run into a couple of game sevens I, just because of the, the long layoff. I think had the season not, you know, been stopped and the Lakers were just rolling into the playoffs, they had, like, what, 17 games left. Mm -hmm. I think they would have, you know, probably their first two series – First one would have probably went five, second one possibly six. And, you know, maybe the Western Conference Finals is a seven-game series just because you're going to meet a better team at that point. But, you know, with it being stopped and, you know, you don't know if players in shape, they just running back, you know, running back to the court to play NBA games and they're not in their home settings, then you're going to see a lot of sloppy basketball from the start. But I think L.A., you know, with their size and determination, they got a good coach. I mean, I think they'll prevail. All right, Boat. Same question. When the NBA resumes, who you got winning? And tell us why. Well, I got to piggyback on what said, man. I got the Lakers winning everything. It's uh just based off the size, man. I think with the size and the depth that the Lakers have, it's going to be hard to match. The only team I know in the NBA that has that depth and that type of size is the Clippers. That would probably be the only – bump in the road, I would really see giving the Lakers a a, a real chance in defeat. And and, and like, like I said, said, you know, with the long layover, you know, maybe it might be some harder series than more than others, maybe because they might have some jello legs from not playing for so long. But I still think the Lakers are going to be the better team overall. It just seemed like everything was gelling for them before the season started to fall apart with the whole COVID-19. And, uh, you know, me personally, I don't really think anybody in the East can really beat them in four or five games. I, I just don't see that, you know. So, even though I think the Bucks is a formidable opponent, I just think the Lakers have come out the better team for sure. 
All right, well, you know, I'm going to take the contrary. Y'all know I uh, I usually pick the Clippers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm the reason I'm picking the Clippers, bro, you know, I, I agree with y'all. First of all, the Lakers, they got the most – they got the best roster in the league. Yeah. Um, They got the top two. They're the only team with two top five players. So they got the best chance as far as winning. But, you know, when it comes to a playoff series, I'm going to pick the Clippers, bro, because the Clippers is more – they more the gritty team. They more the the tough team. So that's what it's gonna come down to, especially with no fans. So it's like um, the strong gonna survive, bro. So I'm I'm a, I'm gonna pick Kawhi. Kawhi's the best player in the playoffs of the last two uh, last year. Before, since KD been gone, Kawhi been the best player in the playoffs. So I'm not picking nobody over Kawhi, especially when he got a, a squad with him this time, and. If 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 I was gonna pick the Lakers, it'd be like because we talked about this before. Said I know you'd be saying if LeBron guards Kawhi, then that'll change the series and yeah. it'll, it'll make Kawhi have to work. But that's if LeBron does that though, because LeBron he haven't been known to take on that type of task for a whole series on the top a top three or five player. So I mean, if he does that though, it's definitely gonna slow Kawhi down and make Kawhi um, have to do other things. But and when they got Paul George too, just in case uh, they do, you know what I'm saying? I like Paul George. But um, so I think when it breaks down, Kawhi is gonna guard LeBron, give him problems, and they got mad bodies to throw at LeBron, and they got several bodies to throw at AD now, and AD gets soft when it comes to people getting physical with him. And being honest, so in a series, if they see the Clippers, say that again. Nobody's softer than Paul George, <laughs> no, especially in the playoffs. I mean, all right, but he got Kawhi with him. We'll see how it, we'll see how it worked, bro. Because AD, AD wasn't looking good against with the Clippers, bro. Uh, against the Clippers, the first was it the first game? I know the first game he had no points. He had two points in the fourth or zero points in the fourth. Regardless, he didn't do nothing in the fourth because uh, they was putting them bodies on him. No stop him. Montrez, Zoom, too little. It's a team effort, bro. And they got Doc Rivers too. I like the coaching on the Clippers over over the Lakers. The mismatch, no matter who you put I on. I give you the coaching. I give you the coaching. Doc is definitely yeah. a great coach, but Doc hasn't won anything without Thibs. What is Thibs doing without Doc, said? What is what is Doc doing without Thibs? I mean, th- Doc, <laughs> Doc is looking good right now, my guy. They had the best defense in the league in Boston. And Doc is looking great right now, in the, championship. the Clippers yeah. got the best defense in the league right now, don't they? I thought Lakers was up there too. I think it's the Bucks. Actually, they got the number one ranked defense. Yeah, that's why missing Avery Bradley is going to be very, very important because J.R. Smith is not doing what no. Avery Bradley is doing on the court defensively. No, Avery Bradley is probably, I think, in the league as far as like an on-ball defender, he's the best defensive guard like on ball that guards opposing PGs in the league. Like I, nobody does it like him. I mean, when you talk about his and for his size. I don't know about consistently though, but I feel you. Dude, nobody Patrick Beverly is just a mirage. He's not really playing defense. He's just agitating people. You okay. said guards, not not you just don't mean perimeter players. I'm I'm players. talking about like point like if you want a point guard to get on a, to grab another point guard and pick him up full court. Bradley. If I got to pick one, it's going to be Avery Bradley. Okay. okay. Out of all the point guards, all the other superstar point guards, Westbrook, 
Westbrook got all the tools to be that shutdown dude, but he don't do it. You know, Westbrook stopped playing defense when he learned that he could be a better scorer. When he learned he could score his defense, his defense left him. So I agree. Maybe Beverly, definitely top two for sure. The one thing I didn't touch on, though, as far as the Lakers versus Clippers, I agree with y'all on the other teams. I do think the Bucks got a good chance against whoever they play against if they come out, when they come out the East, if they come out the East. I ain't going to say when because they might not. But if they come out the East, the Bucks, um, the Bucks is a formidable opponent for, opponent for the Clippers and the Lakers. And um, if the Lakers don't have Avery Bradley or the, or Dwight Howard, they're going to get beat in five to the Clippers. They're going to they're gonna lose in five. I don't know, man. It's some you can't count. You can't give LeBron just one game. He gonna do more than that. Unless we get my guy, LeBron has gotten swept multiple times, bro. I'm not giving him one game unless he earns. Avery, it. That's all. Avery Bradley is a huge piece to lose, but I don't think the Lakers without him losing five without Avery Bradley. Nah, I mean, I mean you can throw like KCP is a is a, is a decent. I said Avery and player. Dwight though. My bad. Well, we, you got to pick up Boogie. You got to pick up Boogie. That's it. Boogie might go you to can't Miami. can't go into the playoffs with one center. Yeah, All you it, got just JaVale McGee, bro, you in trouble. Right, because JaVale has asthma. If Jamel catches COVID, it could be actually fatal for him. So then you have AD playing center, which he doesn't want to do. That changes the whole dynamics of the team. I'm so he tired of hearing that, bro. I'm so tired of hearing AD say he don't want to play center, bro. I don't, yeah, I don't get that. You're six eleven. Unless you're going against the Joker, I don't see the problem. Even if you are, bro, he's a grown man like you, Pat. Hey, man, I'm just saying, bro. He's a grown man, bro. The white side, the Joker, Andre Drummonds, they really ain't no other centers in the league like that. Joel Embiid, Carl The old Marcus Gasol like to get down there. Marcus Gasol, he's slow and older though. You know what I mean? He still got a, he still got a, a big body though. Carl Anthony, Joel Embiid to put an elbow in your chest. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just saying, Anthony Davis. I don't give a damn who in the league, Pat. We're grown men, and you're in a grown man league making uh, the max dollars, and you scared to get uh bodied in the paint, bro. I don't like that. Man, that's how he preserves his, his body, by not playing in the paint, I guess. I, I'm that's not why he's preserving himself of championships at the same time. <laughs> we'll see, man. We'll definitely see. But all right, man, if y'all got something else to say, man, go ahead and touch on the uh, topic one more time. Anything else you want to add before we move on to the next joint? That's Good. it. Man. Good, Bo? Good. Let me go to the all next right. All right, next question. We'll start off with Bo this time. Do you think it's a good idea to resume the NBA season in July, or is this a mistake? Well, I'm going to say I think it's a good idea, man. People have been waiting and waiting for a long time, and I, I definitely hate to see the NBA scrapped the whole year uh, due to the COVID. I just think they got to make sure they got all the right, um, I guess, all the parameters and stuff done right, so just in case – we don't want to spread the NBA. You know, you've already seen a couple of the New Jersey guys. I mean, not Jersey, excuse me, Brooklyn Net guys having COVID. And then you got some guys from this team having COVID. So as long as they just figure out a way, if this bubble actually really works, then I, I don't see any problem with the season going along. Right. Just my opinion. All right, say what you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I feel like the NBA, they've reached out you know, to the right people to kind of get the right concept. They got the protocols in place with, you know, testing daily, 
not just letting random people in around the players. And when the players are off the court, they have to wear a mask. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, the league is, I mean, they're taking the most precaution to get everything up and running. But, you know, at the end of the day, with this virus, it's unpredictable. We've never dealt with it as a country. So, you know, you, it's not like, you know, anybody, like nobody's walking around with a sign like, hey, I got it. I mean, that's really the, the big part is that, you know, <laughs> you could be walking around normal, feeling fine and be spreading it to everybody in the room. So, I mean, just kind of hoping that it doesn't happen. But, you know, nothing we can, we, we can really control at this point, man. Like, and also they got that ring too that's supposed to be able to detect the COVID three days in advance. So let's hopefully that can add a little uh, more. That's optional though. This is tricky, bro. They're making everybody wearing it's optional for the players. The players have they can wear it if they want to. Oh man, they gotta make I sure even, I ain't even read about that, bro. Yeah, it's optional. It it tracks like your heart rate and respiratory functions mm-hmm. to make sure that your uh you know everything functioning well. But I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you really can't control if somebody goes out to the local bar, comes back. Man, in my opinion, bro, I don't, I don't think it's a good idea, man. Like, like you said, it's so unpredictable. So it's like, like how we know we should, we should even start anything, bro. Like the NBA is going to be the, y'all are the test run. That's why nobody else is starting up. The NBA is the test run. But at the end of the day, um, I, f- I just feel like it's going to be a mistake, bro. Because we're going to if, – if too many people get the COVID, it's going to have to – either they're going to shut it down or it's just going to be a, a, a half the players, bro. Like, don't nobody want to see a championship with none of the people playing, bro. So, I'm just saying if, if one of the top players get it, then it's like – I mean, I just feel like maybe they should wait. Like, wait a couple more months, especially since it's just spiked back up. Wait a couple more months. Or and just started just started fresh season though, bro. Like yeah, I know y'all want to finish the season because the season started. But if the season starts zero zero, bro, it's the same thing. The, the playoffs didn't start. I can see if it was the middle of the playoffs or something. But go ahead, Pat. So what you gonna do? Get a team to win next year two championships? Right. Yeah. Nah, this year is a scrap, bro. We just gonna scrap this year. Can't scrap this year, bro. Why this not? Year. The playoffs didn't Kobe. start, bro. Hey, come on now, we what would Kobe do, bro? We playing. Keep playing. We getting the chip, bro. What would Kobe do? Yeah, but we ain't seen Kobe in a pandemic, fam. Like, relax. Kobe would play. Chips, bro. You know he's playing. Kobe would play, bro, but it's not about one player, bro. Not about one player. Bum ankle, bro. He's playing. Yeah, Yeah, it's just a pandemic, fellas. It's it's not about one player. It is. Kobe's playing. R.I.P. Kobe. Man, y'all want to see the Lakers get that chip? You know what I mean? I ain't Dude, mad. Man, they didn't put in the work. We went from that, from a, a lottery team to the number one seed in the West in one offseason. That's a, that's a huge turnaround, and people want to see. You I, know, I wouldn't call that a, work though. That's a, you know a nice trade. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's been ten years right. since the Lakers have been in the playoffs. Bro. <laughs> ten years. They ain't put in no work. I done had to watch watch the playoffs for ten years without the Lakers in it. Nah, Rob got rid of all the youngins for a rental, bro. I ain't saluting it, man. Rob, executive of the year, man. I told you early in the year it's going to be a Lakers sweep when they roll these awards out. LeBron Is it going to be a Lakers sweep for the championship award? Yeah. That's LeBron, what I'm interested in. LeBron MVP, AD defensive MVP or what? Oh, the, the finals, you mean? No, the league. He going to win regular season Gian- MVP. Giannis is the, the MVP, bro. Relax. Watch. He has the highest PR of all time. 
That's great. But of like all said, time, said like Michael Jordan, he played like like 15 years, remember? Who? Giannis? Giannis? Giannis is the highest of all time right now. What happened to Giannis last year? Just a claw, bro. Exactly. The claw is not no longer in his way, fam. All that, all that. From last year to this year, Yudis is the same player, bro. He ain't got no better, no category. Jumper what? still, bro. What? No, he's the hold same on, player. hold on. First last year, all you got to do is just keep him in the lane. Take that back, bro. I don't care what the stats Take say, bro. His three you ain't say no he didn't get better in no category. Relax. Oh, no, he's still the same dunking machine. That's go it. Go to the sub guy, bro. That's it. He's bro. a machine. He's a better leader. He's down, down, uh, play his, him being a machine. You got to keep him out the lane, though, Jimmy. That's what teams are going to do. We were just no, talking about that's what the claw was able to do. Teams can't just keep no, that nigga out no, the lane. That, it wasn't just the claw. It was team defense. No, man, you gotta leave that. Just like, I just like said, was saying, we not even sure they gonna get past Miami if they meet them. Right, Miami got Miami. Got How y'all feel? Them. I don't feel like they not gonna get past Miami. And I'm gonna just go on the limb and say this: I like Boston. Though. Though. The Sixers are happy. They I don't like the Sixers. Sixers might be able to beat them, bro. I don't trust no. them, bro. Ben, so, so they got, they got you trust Ben Simmons. You trust Ben Simmons? I don't trust Ben Simmons jumper, but I trust Jordan Embiid to be a. We're talking a about Giannis gonna get locked yeah. up off the perimeter, right? But you said you gonna pick Ben Simmons. They they do got uh, Tobias too. Tobias yeah. can guard. I like I like that Sixers team. I think that Sixers that Sixers team last year had they gotten past Toronto, they would have won the championship last year. They shouldn't have. Uh, they would have beat. They would have beat the Warriors. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 because of the hobby they are. Right, you're talking about Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris. The Bucks would have beat the Warriors. Huh? The Bucks would have beat them, too. Nah. nah. Yeah, Man, the Bucks would have beat them. The Bucks is better than Philly. What are y'all talking about? Nah, not last year. I don't think so. I like Philly. Bucks Philly been better Philly. than Philly last year. They had a championship year, squad last year, man. They had <laughs> – Horford was on there last year, too, right? You can have yeah, a on there. No, Horford was on the, uh, on the Boston last year. I mean, Milwaukee looked like they got a better team, but I think the sisters got a better roster. This year? No, I like, I like, I, I do. Like Even this year. You think, you think the Sixers got a better roster than the Bucks? I do. No, I know. You tripping. The Bucks got the deepest roster next to the Lakers and Clippers. I think last year, really had a good I mean, Bledsoe played a good role. You get Middleton does his thing. Facts. You got Lopez do his thing. Got Lopez. Both the Lopez guys, but both the Lopez. I, I really do think the sisters roster is right up there with him, bro. I do. DiVincino is nice on the Bucks. Yeah, so I like him. Nice. Yeah, yeah, good young player. But I think the Bucks losing um, Malcolm Brogdon was it was huge. That's something that nobody talks about. Major. They just yo boat. I just want to read this off. I know. First of all, stats is not everything for me. You know. I never like to just look at only stats, but I mean, we can't ignore 30, 13.7 rebounds and six assists on 55% from the field and a 31.6 PER, fam. 31.6 PER. Yeah, he's he, Shaq in his MVP season. But you gotta understand them. When is those numbers coming though? Like, it also gotta be at the right time, bro. Right. I just, I just don't feel like it's, it's look at his stats against that Heat. Same. What was the stats last year? Got to be like twenty-eight and twelve or something. It was less though. Yeah, he's 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 playing a lot better this year. Hey, check out his stats against the Heat. Uh, nah. The check Heat out LeBron's stats against Kawhi. The Heat don't be letting them dunk like that. 
Yeah, I can't man. pick the Lakers to win the championship until LeBron shows he's not afraid of Kawhi on offense and defense. LeBron knows, man, it's year 17. He only got a couple more shots at this. LeBron is what? So and Kawhi know the same thing. 35. LeBron can't guard Kawhi in a whole game. Then how y'all play, how y'all picking them to win, bro? Because who else gonna guard him? Kuzma? Who gonna guard him? Just got to guard Leonard the last five minutes of the game. Oh, man. Because I can live if he can guard him. Guard Leonard. If he if, if LeBron can guard him, maybe some of the third and the most important important part in the fourth. Then you force Paul George to beat you, and we all don't believe that Paul George can beat you. I don't believe that. I believe in Paul George. I, I, I mean, Paul George has showed me, bro. Hell of a player in the season. Regular. Playoffs, he's a milk dud. Yeah. Just keep it in the book, bro. PG, bro. Hey, hey well, PG got to prove me otherwise, man. And PG when, when all these other dudes choke in the playoffs, y'all still be fans of them, though. So Ooh. I don't want to hear that. Oh, man, come man, on. you man. one of them, too. Come Ooh. on. Both you want James Harden, and he's a choke artist. Instead, uh, hold on. Who, who is it that hey. you like? Uh, oh, you like LeBron, man. Come on, bro. I'm looking at it. I forgot this. LeBron to win the championship, said, and we all know his history in the champion. He has six losses, said. <laughs> six of them. But, Jimmy, when you look at some of the losses that he took, look at the squad that he had. No, I'm not looking at – yeah, look at the squad. He lost Kyrie and Kevin. When he won, he had a super-duper team. Okay, but listen. So let's cancel out all the shit, the rings and the losses then. But, Jimmy, when he took that – Sorry, Cavs team against Tim Duncan and them in his prime. I mean, bro, go look at, go pull up the roster. I mean, you got. I don't need to pull that. them up because y'all be like Google. they were so bad, but they had three All Stars on the team other than LeBron. Did you forget? Former All Stars. Former All Stars. All Stars is All Stars, bro. Ain't that All-Star, what you said about D'Angelo? Yeah, for sure. Ain't that what you said All-Star, about D'Angelo? That is, man. But come on, you talking about dudes that are thirty something years old, though, Jimmy? That's not even like a fair comparison. Ilgowskis was in he, – he just went to the damn – Wizards. He went to the Ilgowskis, All-Star game. Ilgowskis, 33 um, years old. Oh, Williams the- made the All-Star game. That nigga was shooting the lights out with, on, on the Cavs. Y'all be trying to downplay Mo Williams in his prime. Bro, this dude went in there and lost to – Only made an All-Star, fellas. Tim Duncan, Ginobili, Tony Parker, like a loaded squad. With the team with Ira Newble playing Mina for that's one. That's one championship I'll give you he lost. But the rest of them, when he Ooh. won, he had a super-duper team. And then he lost to the Mavericks with one, one all-star. And Jason Terry busted his ass. Well, this is the yeah, thing. He got off. But don't act like Jason Terry right. averaged 18 and LeBron averaged 17, bro. Jason i Terry, never forget it. Hadn't Jason Terry won six men of the year before? Yeah. Nigga, LeBron is a fucking <laughs> – he's an MVP, bro. Jason Terry, that 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 Mavericks team was a good team. They were a veteran. They it was a real good team, bro. But should LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh should have lost to them niggas? They kept them out the lane, Jimmy. That they two, kept three LeBron zone. James they out the lane with, with Dirk Nowinski and JJ Barrera and, and J Kid and all these little Jason Terry, all these little niggas. Uh, Pat Boat cousin, Sean Marion, <laughs> bunch of slender dudes, bro. They were How is they keeping you out the lane, bro? He's a Tyson choke artist. Tyson Chandler was a monster that year in the playoffs. That nigga's a choke artist, bro. Tyson Chandler cannot keep LeBron from no paint, bro. Yes, he can. He's yeah. 7-1. Yeah. 
It's a lot of seven one niggas, and LeBron be dunking on all of them niggas. He don't. He, Tyson Chandler that year was a monster, dog. Look at look. Hey, the topic finna get hot, bro. Let's go hit the next topic. Let's bro, go right? to it, bro. Let's just go right. move into the next set, man. All right, all right. Question number three: What impact will the missing players have on the the outcome of the NBA season? Pat, I'm gonna start with you. Go ahead. Kind of already touched on that, man. But I, I feel like. If a big name player like Giannis or LeBron get it, I feel like they they'll stop everything, bro. I don't think they will let the seat. I don't think they will let the playoffs continue to go on with a with, with a big domino falling out the game like that. If we lose a star player to this COVID, I, I just think it, it messes up the whole playoffs, man. So they really got a prayer and a wish right now that nobody. And really, they can't even do that. That'd be unfair to stop it for LeBron or Giannis, and then you don't stop it for one of these other dudes. True. That's very true, man. Go ahead, Sid. I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm with that, too. I wouldn't want to see, you know, the playoffs play with the, you know, the eighth man on the team being leading scorer. I don't – I feel like you should just, you know, just scrap it then. But, I mean, Adam, Adam uh, Silvery came out and said that, you know, the NBA has a good plan. But he said the virus may stop the NBA. So he's not he's not with the whole hell and high water that we gonna play, you know, regardless. I mean, he's still cautious about, you know, what's going on and that it can possibly be stopped if they see, you know, a raise in cases amongst the players, especially if the players aren't, you know, adhering to the rules of the bubble and, you know, going out and thinking it can't happen to me. I mean, I don't know how many other examples they have to see. I mean, you see a Kevin Durant get it. I mean, a Gobert get it. A Donovan Mitchell get it. So the, the virus don't discriminate. So, I mean, my thing is like, I just don't, I just don't get it, bro. I don't see how they actually starting without us having enough info on the on the virus and on how to avoid, or we ain't got no vaccine dates or none of that stuff has even occurred. So for them to start it, it's just like a, it's just a disaster waiting to happen, bro. So just remember, I was saying it first, you know what I mean? Like, hopefully the league just – hopefully the, the season finish out. But it's not going to finish, bro. Like, some somebody going to get it. I mean, it might finish, but it's not going to be like – somebody important is going to get it. Even if it ain't that important – somebody not important. If if the Lakers lose anybody else, bro, that's that's just going – it ain't even fair at that point. And, and if, if – and the Lakers already got the best squad. So imagine if Jimmy Butler went out. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Miami is through. So I just feel like they should just wait, bro. Like, but as far as the impact that the players that's already um that's already out, like Avery Bradley, but who else said who else said they was out besides Avery Bradley? A whole bunch of C level talent. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> so it don't really matter, bro. Nobody too, you know. If this was David Stern's commission, no doubt about it, they playing. Right. All right, we can go to the next topic, bro. We good on that. Yeah. All right, the next one is basically piggybacking off the last topic. Rudy Gobert says he's not fully recovered from COVID-19. What are your thoughts? I'll start on this one. Um, I just feel like the fact that he's still dealing with the symptoms, that's how serious it is, though, as far as if anybody get it, that's important. And But you see, a lot of people don't have symptoms. But at the end of the day, if somebody does have symptoms, they got to completely shut down and not play basketball. So, I mean, I don't understand how we're risking this, bro. And, and then everybody don't agree, too. That's the funny part. Like, everybody should agree on it, and they have it. So, that's weird. But go ahead. I mean, I mean, the Players, players Association, they they talked. 
And, you know, a lot of the big-time players want to continue the season. I mean, and it's a risk that they're willing to take. I mean, at the end of the day, we all are, you know, kind of risking our lives on a daily basis just by having to go to work. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's it's no different from them. Yeah, they're NBA basketball players. They're on TV. But, I mean, it's still a job at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So... I feel like somebody like Avery Bradley, though, not to cut you off, though, I feel like somebody like Avery Bradley, whose son have the condition and he can't he can't bring his son, I feel him as far as not wanting to go. You can't call him like a, 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 a not a good teammate or nothing like that. No, no, I don't think I, – I feel like – I wouldn't be going either for three months away from my kid if they got a condition and they got to deal with COVID, whether their dad is there or not. And then he's still going to be gone and he have to deal with it too. I just don't think it's a good idea. Well, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Pat, man. Go ahead. Uh, as far as his symptoms, man, I don't know if it means he can't really taste anything or he can't yeah, smell he can't smell. Yeah, that's what he said. It was about smelling. Okay, so, you know, I guess it's not as, as serious as it was, but it's still a risk, man. You know, when it all boils down to it, you're putting your life on the line with this COVID, just like CD just said, everybody putting their life on the line, just doing their normal day activities. So, you know, you're getting paid millions of dollars to play this game that you love. Gotta, you got to put it to the test, man. You know, we still got to go to work every day. We can't say we ain't coming because of COVID. We still got to check in. So right. just like we check in, they definitely got to check in, man. You know, these are public figures. So I hate to see for one of them big guys to get this thing and, and it really just tears the whole league up. But I think the NBA feels like they got to at least go out there and try. All right, so uh, we're going to touch on a qu- couple of quick topics real quick. I just want to get y'all's opinion on um, first, we'll do Imani Bates uh, committed to Michigan State. So, how y'all feel about that? Do we, was y'all expecting that, or would you expect him to do something else, or what? I'm glad that he actually went to Michigan State and then take the traditional route and go to like a Duke. You know, being that he is the top consistent, you know, consistent um, prospect. I mean, going to Michigan State is is still huge for him. I mean, at the end of the day, you still going tops in the draft. And you get to play under a good coach that I feel is going to – I mean, not saying that Coach K doesn't prepare players for the NBA, but I feel like Tom Izzo, in my opinion, has done more with less. Guaranteed fact. Yeah. Guaranteed fact. I feel the same way. I didn't I didn't expect him. I thought he was going to stay somewhere close to Michigan, whether it was going to be Michigan State or Michigan University. I figured it was going to be one of those schools. Uh, as far as – the kid's talent is it's undeniable. You know, I think the kid is a monster. I do believe people giving him the, you know, he the next LeBron James title a little too quick or something like that. But his overall, his talent and staying close by, I didn't have a problem with that. I wasn't, I wasn't too shocked because I've been following the kid for a little while. So, I mean, I heard, I heard him more, you know, getting the KD comparisons. You know, Me too. The LeBron, I don't know about the LeBron. I don't really know if they meant LeBron, like, as far as style. I think they meant it's just the next height. Okay. He has the throne type of thing, you know? I mean, he saying? is, like, he's the clear best player in his shit, though. You know what I mean? So, if they want to say, because it's, it's like that, I, I kind of agree with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean but he, he played like KD, though. He You could tell yeah, KD he is. got a, like, kind of body type like KD, too. Yeah, same body and same athleticism, kind of. And he'll probably end up probably at six eleven, seven feet. I mean, if he's already tall as he now, six nine. That's what they got listed at. So oh, I mean, yeah, he gonna get the he, gonna get the so he could he could get up there to a six eleven, seven feet. I mean, 
and with the game that he has, I mean, he's pretty much almost like a guard out there sometimes. So it's, I mean, I just hope he doesn't get hurt or anything. And, you know, he, you know, stays out of trouble, goes ahead, you know, plays his little one year, goes to the league, comes in, dominates, and just remains a phenom. I mean, I always like to see, like, these little phenoms grow, like, grow into something. I don't ever want to read about a 30 for 30 about somebody that had all this stuff going for him and, you know, they playing up at the local rec. And he must have knew what he was signing up for because one thing about Tom Izzo, he ain't cutting no slack on no players. Nah, nah, Izzo got fire in him, bro. And he, he going to bring the best out of his players. And one thing about it, you going to play defense in Tom Izzo's system. Exactly. So I think the kid knew exactly what he was getting himself in. Yeah, he Your boy Draymond came from said. Hey, Draymond's second round pick, man. And, I mean, y'all don't like Draymond, but – I respect him. He was key on them team. Yeah, definitely a Tom Izzo type of guy. You know? exactly. he, I respect, he prepared I him. He prepared him. I mean, yeah. Mark Jackson didn't want to play. Tom Izzo him. made Draymond an NBA player because he's really he, probably shouldn't have been in the league, honestly. Hey, he made it, man. And he 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 he's he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's yeah. not no no superstar player. He knows that, but if you put good players around him, he does look better than what he is. And what Kawhi yeah. Leonard said, boy man get paid. Huh? Boy, man, get paid. That's yeah. what I said, bro. Well, yeah, I'll touch on it real quick. Um, I definitely didn't – I wasn't expecting him to go to Michigan State. You know, it was good It was good to see him not go to one of the top schools, like you said. Um, but I'll just go ahead and segue that into the next topic, man, because, you know, uh, Pat really got, got us on this topic um, about HBCUs. Like, somebody like Imani Bates went to, the, uh, to an HBCU what type of impact would that have? You know what I mean? Because we talk about him going to Michigan State, but imagine if he went to a black school or just even if it was a, t- a second-tier talent, go to a top school. Go ahead, speak on it. I mean, that would be huge just from a, you know, media coverage standpoint. I mean, you see, I'll take a, like a piggyback, like off the NFL, like for instance, like the Bucks last year didn't have many televised games, but yeah. you signed a Tom Brady in free agency, and now all of a sudden we got Monday night, Sunday night games, national coverage, you know, ESPNs all over them. So, I mean, I feel like that would be huge for HBCUs. And all it takes is one, to be honest with you. If one if one guy does it and then goes to the NBA, I mean, these, guys, these, kids, these kids already know in high school that they're going to the NBA. You're going to play your little 26, 28 games, and you're going to the league. But going to an HBCU is something that's obviously never been done by, like, a, a top prospect, like a five-star recruit. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like I say, all it takes is one, and then I feel like it'll be like a domino effect that you'll start seeing, you know. I'd like to see, like, two or three players go to one, you know, but I just feel like they don't want to do that just because the level of competition isn't the same as playing, like, in a, an ACC or a Big Ten. Like, it, it's, it's different competition. But for, for 20 games, though, I mean, who gives a shit? But go ahead, Bo. I mean, I feel you, but I'm just saying. You got the you one to get about that. Mikey. Mikey Williams? Yeah, so Mikey Williams is considered doing it. And it's the thing, man. I will say, I want, I want to see it, man. I've been saying this for a long time. I want to see a top-tier talent take his talents to HBCU. Because the school is for you, man. You know what I'm saying? These schools were for us. We need somebody to get there and try to help build one of these schools because, I mean, if he goes to Duke, he ain't doing shit no other kid hasn't already done. Duke right. campus is already built. 
But if he takes his talent to Alabama State, just think about the things that he can do for that school. Because the way I look at it is ESPN goes where the talent goes. Oh, so yeah. if you go down there and play at Alabama State, ESPN is coming to Alabama State. And them and, schools will play against Alabama State all of a sudden. Right, bro. And if you can get if, – if uh matter of fact, they coach Mo Williams. If Mo Williams can get two or three of those guys, you're not telling me that a school like Duke wouldn't scrap Elon University and play against Alabama State just for the numbers. You know, just for the numbers alone. Uh, yeah, right. So I, I just think that, man, you know, no, no, no offense to these schools, these universities. A lot of these universities, of course, you know, they jumped on the black athletes because that's what's booming. But at the same time, man, you got to worry about these universities is actually was for us. And it's like 20 HBCUs is Division One. Uh, matter of fact, uh, what's the big man name in the NBA? Quinn? Big, King, big, big Quinn. You know what I'm talking about? Robert, Kyle Quinn? Robert Quinn? No, it's Quinn. Kyle Quinn. Kyle Quinn. Kyle Quinn, excuse me. Kyle Quinn. He played for Norfolk State. That's an HBCU. I'm talking about Robert Quinn. He yeah, I remember Robert Quinn. Cowboys. Yeah. You know, the Bears now. Yeah, yeah, I got you. But, yeah, Kyle Quinn, man, you know, he played at Norfolk State. That's a that's a HBCU. Hey, let me speak on it real quick. Go ahead. My thing, bro, Um, you know, I think it definitely – I agree with everything y'all said. But what I can add to it is that – um. The HBCUs, now that they paying, the schools is paying now. So that's what make it weird is because right. now, even if a player is considering the HBCU, he's not going he gonna to go where the money at, bro. And who got the most money to offer? You know what I mean? It's going to be, you know, the, the big schools with the, you know, the top dudes or whatever. So right. the, the, the HBCUs now, they even more in the back burner because they ain't going to have the money to offer these kids to come. Now it's gonna have to take the kids is gonna have to take an L for a year and just to be showing love to an HBCU. Yeah, you've been taking L's your whole life. Facts. Like and it's like it's time to oh, win finally. It's time to win. You, and you're supposed to take another L. One more year of an L ain't gonna hurt you, bro. You've been taking L's. Nah, nah. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying like you shouldn't yeah. but you can look at it from both perspectives though. Cause I mean, I've been taking L's my whole life. Now it's time for me to eat. And y'all saying, hey, take this L again. And then when he gets to the league, guess what? You get that L rookie contract, too. You know what I mean? It's so. a legacy, though. Look, you can take your kids back 20 years from now and be like, look what I helped build. That's a fact. You can't do that at Duke. You ain't doing that at NC. That's a fact. I'm just telling you why it's going to make it harder for them to make the decision to go to the HBCUs. Yeah, man. You money know. now. And just to say one more thing yeah, about it. If I was an athlete and HBCU, bro, I'm going to go get the biggest AAU coach I can find that got relationship with these kids. Hey, I want you to come here to run this program like you run your AAU program and get me some star players down here at these HBCUs. So these schools might not have but like seven or 8,000 students, but getting big name players on campus like that, do you know how much money that would generate, bro? It would, boy, it would, it would bring a lot of money to these universities. A lot of money. Facts. So, anything you want to say, uh, said to add on to that? So, before we go to the next topic, I think we covered it pretty good. Man. All right. So, next topic we're gonna to touch on real quick is, um, Jr. We kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. Jr. Smith to the Lakers. Mm. What's the impact? Y'all feel like he gonna have? Do you feel like that replaces Avery Bradley? Do you feel like the Lakers got the same chance? Do you feel like they got less of a chance? What's going on? I don't I don't feel like it replaces Avery Bradley because, like I said, I feel like Avery Bradley is one of the best on-ball defenders in the league. I mean, they play two different styles. Like, J.R. 
when he first came to the league. Yeah, and he was a shot creator. Like now, since he played up, you know, those years with LeBron, he just became a stand in the corner like shooter. And Which is every person like who plays with LeBron. But well, go ahead. Yeah, I feel like he's lost like a like a part of that game. Like he, you know, like he used to be able to go to the cup and finish and do all type of stuff. But now it's everything is like a a step back, you know, off one leg three pointer. I mean, he's a great shooter. I, I feel like he got one of the sweetest jumpers that you know that I've ever seen. Like as far as like release, well, you know, run. the bounce that he has, you know, the elevation. Oh, I mean, he got sweet jump shot when it when it's going in. When it's going yeah, in, he, but you know he's a streak shooter. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's not a real jump shooter. He's a streak shooter, but right. it, it's got a pretty jump shot though, man. Yeah, but, I ain't worried about it being pretty. If you, if you're jacking up twenty shots and making three of them, but he's not. He if he's taking twenty shots, we're in trouble. Oh, Jr. hasn't played in a year, bro. You know what time it is? Green light, J time. I just feel like the go Lakers. Ahead, being, oh, go ahead. My bad. Uh. I say this, he he's definitely not gonna replace Bradley on the on the defensive end, but I will say that he can get you a bucket. You know, a lot of games the Lakers you would they would run their offense and a lot of times Bradley would be open. It'd either be Bradley or it'd be Rondo. And it was Brick City out there, bro. And I just know for a fact he's not gonna do that with Smith. You leave him open, he's gonna bury the jumper at a high clip. And you know, he's still pretty tall, you know, he's still athletic. So I, I think, you know, It'll make up for it in other places there where it didn't make up for. Because, you know, even still, you got to guard him. You see what I'm saying? With Bradley, you could kind of play off of him. You could possibly double team or, or, or other or other players or something like that. But with him, you still got to pay, you know, close attention to him because he is a knockdown shooter still. So, uh, In my opinion, it's like it depends on what you like. I mean, he's basically like kind of like another Danny Green, but except for Danny Green – can shoot better than him, and he ain't going to take a bunch of stupid shots. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't like him replacing Avery. I would have maybe got um, – I mean, who else was available? Like Jay Crawford and um, who else? And Jay Crawford is like 38, 39 years Yeah, old. who else was – who was the other person available? You talking about replacing Bradley, I would have said like a Darren Collison. That's what I would have said. That's what I was okay. saying. That's what I posted in the group that we should – I would definitely rather have Collison than uh, – than Jr. Because they have similar games. Like Avery Bradley and Darren Collison have similar games. And Jr. not yeah. really taking nobody off the dribble at this point in his career. No. So no. yeah, you're you're asking him to jack up a bunch of long twos and stupid threes, bro. But as long as he play within the flow. But I mean, and that's what y'all need. Like y'all, y'all are you know y'all like LeBron now. Y'all Laker fans. So uh, and I'm a Laker but fan I too. Like- you know I mean, but I'm I don't like LeBron, bro. At the end of the day, so so I don't I don't cater to uh, the the LA Cav type of mentality where I want a bunch of players that can stand in the corner while LeBron holds pounds the ball at the top of the key the whole game. So getting Jr. just helps further do let LeBron do what he's what he does as far as uh, dominate the ball at the top of the paint. I mean at the top of the key, and that doesn't that's kind of productive to y'all's success. So um, go ahead. I feel like we've uh, we've played our best when LeBron has been in like attack mode, and he gets like those secondary assists off of him trying to score, as opposed to him just trying to find a player to get them open running the plays. Like when he's in attack mode and making the person that's guarding him play defense, then I feel like the Lakers' offense is like clicking at a high level at that point because then 
everything is symmetric. Like you, you find a Danny Green open, and it's not just like off a set play. It's off of LeBron's, you know, penetration to the cup, and you know the ball doesn't right. stick. Can you explain to me, said why LeBron is six nine? 270 pounds, and he doesn't do that consistently. What What is stopping him? Russell Westbrook plays like that every night. Derrick Rose played like that, and they little dudes. Why doesn't LeBron just freight train everybody to the hole every play, every game? Why doesn't I, he, Said I just don't think – I think the game has come so easy to him based on his size and athleticism that – he can get comfortable in knowing that he can still control the game without scoring. So he doesn't have that same mentality that I got to kill somebody every play. I got He doesn't have that mentality. Like he can do it physically if he wanted to. Like if he had like Kobe's mentality. Are you playing mentality? basketball if you don't want to use everything that you got to win? Everybody I feel like he, killer, he's bro. a smart player though, man. I guess, bro. Everybody's everybody not a killer, killer, but why? I don't yeah. understand how everybody, you. Yeah, you can't have ten killers on the You're team. the biggest, like Gian, like Giannis. Gian, I'm, I'm calling him Giannis on the show, bro. Like me and you said, you be saying Giannis too, but it, niggas be getting mad at me when I say Giannis. Anyways, Giannis, Giannis, he plays like that though, bro. Like it, it ain't just because he's a killer. He just knows he's huge and he's the most athletic dude out here, bro. Like, th do you need like somebody to fly down from heaven to tell you? that you are, are this big and strong, like, I don't get it, bro. Like, that's why I can't like LeBron no matter what, bro. Because I don't like somebody who's got all the gifts and they just just walking by like they don't care that they got gifts, bro. And I think, you know I think thing he is, though? Has he ever been like that? Right. That's no. why it doesn't bother me because he's never been like that. To me, that's an insecurity, though. The only time. Insecurity in, the, in a basketball player, like, if you're the biggest, strongest, best, at most athletic player, why do you want to pass to everybody who's smaller, less good, less of a good shooter? Like, why, though? I don't get it, bro. The biggest guys want to be point guards, and the smallest guys want to be big men. You could dribble and learn how to dribble and all that, bro, but for you to overpass to people who are smaller and less talented, that never going to make sense to me, bro. I can't but be a fan of that, the, bro. The, time, the, now the LeBron that I really – like was like, okay, this is a LeBron that I want to see is when he lost Kyrie and Kevin Love Bags. in that finals against the Warriors. When the Warriors won that first championship. Even though he shot 40%. It don't matter. The one time I seen LeBron aggressive. Right. He was in attack that entire so that's that and that's but y'all just excuse him when he jumps back into normal though. Like and not no, that, doesn't excuse do that him. I'm just saying I just said I like him when he's in that killer mode. It didn't matter to me how no, many shots he took. He kept taking them. Yeah, he kept Well, he is a killer. So he is a killer just sometimes. He I got just, it in him. He just don't do it. He just don't use it all the time. He wanted to really throw out that series. I think Brun felt like I can't get embarrassed too bad by this team. So I got to at least play my ass off so people won't say, well, Brun just coasted through and all this. So I think he came to play every night. That dude should have eight rings, bro. He is built to have like eight rings, yo. He should not have this many losses, but it's literally because of what you're saying is that he just – he has an on and off switch uh, that he just he just turns it off for no reason at all. Just like against against the Spurs when he when he got – when he when he, he cramped up and he just didn't play anymore. I was like, bro, I ain't seen – I've seen it Jimmy, all, though. You got you to think of this too, man. The dude is still a human. When people – the, the AC was off for everybody in the stadium, said. Not just LeBron. But Jimmy, when when people go to work every day, they're always not full throttle. How many times have you been to work and been like, "Man, I don't feel like being here"? 
Bro, uh, do not compare me going to work to LeBron. He played basketball, fam. He plays basketball. Have you ever said that, though? Have I ever said what? That you've been to work and been like, man, I don't even feel like being here today. Say, have you seen me play? You've seen me play basketball. I have. Do I play basketball like I don't feel like being there? Or do I play like I, I came to hoop? I'm like we drove to the, dude, to, the, to the place. Dude to has a job that That's he's all. been doing for years. And sometimes he just probably not feeling it all the time, man. But he has those gifts to get by. And he can, you can look at the stat sheet. He should have been game. a goddamn IT worker then said, if he does not feel him being a basketball player. Even MJ checked out sometimes. <laughs> Might not have been as much, but there was games when MJ was just like, nah, I'm not. Pat, I agree with that. But MJ's checked out is LeBron on 10. That's yeah, the difference. Oh, bro. LeBron, LeBron beat, if LeBron is checked out, he averaged, he averaged eight points. And for, he averaged two points in fourth quarters. Like Jordan don't check out. That's that's not checking out, bro. That's not that's some other stuff right there. But we getting too deep in on the on the LeBron shit, but we can move on from that, bro. All right. So the last topic we're gonna do. Um, did I miss the topic? Um, uh, well we're gonna do uh Cam Newton to the Pats. We'll do that, and then I think we got um, yeah, that was it. That was it. Yeah. So Cam Newton to the Pats. Let me just jump on that. Yeah, go ahead, Pat. Yeah, Let me do that before saying come on and crush it, bro. Let's go, bro. I'm gonna just say this. I finally get a chance to see, is it Belichick or is it Brady for the first time? We also get a chance to see Belichick with an actual dual quarterback. Like, the Patriots ain't never really had a dual quarterback, you know, that can come in there and run and get some yards. And we also get to see if Cam really got an arm like people proclaim he do because he don't have no weapons in it. It's element. That's it, bro. He gonna play with some. Is he starting though? Uh, I think he's going to start eventually. Yeah, um, not, not What's the guy that's starting name? Jared Stidham and yeah. Ryan Hoyer. Don't get me wrong. was a good player, Arvin. I mean, they should. Of course, he should wow. start. Said, but is he gonna start though, bro? With this hey, NFL, we never know. Hey, Cam Newton was a good player at Auburn too, and that's true. True. I think Cam would get that starting thing probably third or fourth week. But and he gonna be starting beginning of the year. Bill Belichick is not running. I don't know. It took them too long to sign him, bro. I, I don't I, know. I, I'm just gonna go on the limb and say it's probably they got confidence. Tom Brady had the wackest receiving core last year. Right. And they still got the same damn. And the wackest in the league. Hell yeah. Ah. You wanna know who had it? I'm a. I'm a. Ooh. Carson Wentz. Wentz had a lot of injuries. I agree with that. Carson he, Wentz. He had he we had still, nobody all year. He still at least had Zach Ertz. That's it. Bro. That's it. I'm a, I'm all a, year. He's a tight end, end said. I'm gonna go ahead and let Sid take take over, man. It's, go ahead. Hey man, I, I like I like I mean, I'm glad first of all, I'm happy that Cam got a job. I feel like, you know, it's some BS that, you know, former MVP has a sign for the minimum when you have somebody like a case Keenum who has not done anything but win like a fluke playoff game one time and he's getting $6 million a year as a backup. And Colin yeah. Kaepernick not in the league either. But go right. On. You got a Jimmy Garoppolo out here making $17 million and a Kirk Cousins, uh, you know, a he famous joker on. in the playoffs making like 20-something million all guaranteed, $100 million guaranteed and all that. Like Cam Newton is definitely worth more than the $1.5 incentive-laden deal that they made him sign. But – I'm just interested to see like how it's gonna work out because like Pat said is 
you know, Belichick has never had that dual threat QB. And Cam last year, to be honest, he didn't look too good even prior to his, you know, shoulder injury. Like, and he had still bothering him though, bro. Right. And he had decent receivers last year. Like DJ Moore is a pretty good receiver. Curtis Samuel is a good receiver. He had Greg Olson and you had C-Mac who, who would, you know, those are all viable weapons. But now you go to New England who, who doesn't have a, a tight end that I can name that's worth, you know, noting. And you have Julian Edelman, who's a slot receiver. I mean, you had the first round pick, Nikhil Harry, last year, who he got injured beginning of the year, played a couple games, mm-hmm. then went out the rest of the year. And then you have Mohamed Sanu, who they made the midseason trade for with the Falcons, yeah, who's older. But I don't know if those dudes are going to help get Cam, like, over the top. I, don't, I think Cam needs – I think Cam is better, like, throwing at bigger body receivers – like when he had that, you know, the Kelvin Benjamin and the Devin Funches, the year when he was going off, okay, I feel like he's better throwing at those dudes just because accuracy is like a huge sticking point for him. He's not the most accurate QB. He's asking a dude that's 6'5", trying to hit a 5'10 wide receiver, you know, in a slot over the middle, that's uh, that's going to be tough to win. Mm-hmm. All right, you will have an offensive line, though. You do. We'll see. Well, yeah, we'll leave it there, man. I, I'll give my last little thoughts. Um, I like to pick up, you know, just for, you know, a black man getting a job as far as in the NFL as a quarterback. But um, if I feel like they would have been made the move if that's the move that they actually wanted to make. So the fact that they took a little longer, I feel like they were skeptical the whole time. That's why I asked, is he going to start? Because it's a, it's, I shouldn't have to ask that. But And the way – he's a dual threat, but he ain't been – he's not as accurate as he was. So I don't know that Bill Belichick is going to commit to Cam through the whole season. So I think I think he got a backup plan. That's why he got signed for the minimum, so that worst case they can you know they can get him up out of there if they need to. So um, that's all I got. Anything else you got to say on that? Go ahead. I think he starts, but me personally, I thought the Pats would take Jameis. I was just about to say just this. because just because Jameis is. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Jameis. If you look at everything you want in the QB, he does it. It's just the turnovers. Like, if you talk about a big arm, fearless, gunslinger, like, ready to play every game, like, he's – I mean, he's pretty mobile, too, for his size. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then he's only 27 years old. I feel like, you know, I thought the pass was going to pick him up because, I mean, you could – you could if you could cut – if he can cut his turnovers down. Like, last year, he threw 30 interceptions, right, an NFL record, seven pick sixes. So if he cuts that down to 15, the Bucks went seven and nine last year. If he cuts those picks down to 15, we're at least we're easily a 10 and six or 11 and five team. Definitely. So I would have took James. You just, you just named. Really, man, it sounded like you was talking about Brett Favre, bro. I mean, James. Yeah, Brett, really Brett Favre got, didn't have those options either, though. No, nah, he didn't. But James really do have a strong arm. Yeah. He really, he really fearless, you know. The kid put his body on the line, but I think it's the turnovers. And hopefully by him getting LASIK surgery, he said it was his vision. We'll see. Maybe so, bro. <laughs> You're not going to be able to see because he's not playing this year. Oh, he's going to get some tick, for sure. He ain't he's not playing this year. preseason. Jameis? They got Drew Brees. Yeah. He's an old man, too. though, said. You know, all it takes is one hit. Man, Drew Brees won me the fantasy championship last year. Drew a monster, man. He's still a monster, though. Hold on. We ain't going to say he's trash. 
Yeah, Drew Amon. Yeah, getting older. And, and Taysom Hill is going to play. Got some of the best weapons in the league. Hey. Taysom Hill is going to play before Jameis. They just gave him that contract extension, $7 million a year. He's going to play before Jameis. Was an athlete. Jameis might be trade bait. I mean, unless the only way I see Jameis getting traded is if like a team loses their starting QB, like to like a, a you know, a season in the injury and you gamble on a 27 year old Jameis. I mean, why not? He's only making $4 million. You get a starting QB for $4 million. That's a gold mine. Yes, sir. But mid-season trades of QBs is they don't work out too well, in my opinion, because I feel like you're already behind the eight ball, trying to come to a new team, build the camaraderie, learn the offense, learn the wide receivers' tendencies. Like you moving, I just feel like it's too many moving parts to get adjusted and come out and play at a high level, as opposed yeah. to like starting like in the off season and working no. your way up. Yeah. So. But we'll see. Right, though, we're gonna man. leave it there, though, bro. I appreciate y'all, man. This is the first episode of Eyeball Network. This is the Eyeball Podcast on the network. And uh, we just look forward to the content. We're going to be having, you know, shows. I ain't going to give y'all a time period as far as how often we're going to do the shows yet. But uh, we're going to be pretty frequent, and uh, especially with the playoffs coming back up. So, yeah, man, we excited. Hope y'all excited, man. It's going to be a lot of dope content, man. That being said, bro, we out of here, man. If y'all got any last words. Peace. Like, subscribe, and comment. Facts. Support the brand, yo. Win, win, win. I ain't stopping to the end. I don't break, I don't fold, I don't bend. Cause I'm about to get it in. They gon' hate on all your gems. They gon' hate. Man, I thought that we was friends. Guess it was fake, fake it all.